Once, not very long ago, Americans and Europeans prided themselves on their enlightened attitudes of religious toleration and understanding. Although everyone knew that the history of the West had been characterized by intense religious animosity and violence, including such bloody episodes as the Crusades and the Wars of Religion, but including as well the quieter violence of the colonial religious domination by Europeans in many parts of the world, domestic anti-Semitism and anti-Catholicism, and culminating in the horrors of Nazism, which implicated not only Germany but also many other nations. Europe until very recently liked to think that these dark times were in the past. Religious violence was somewhere else, in societies more primitive, less characterized by a heritage of Christian values than were the modern social democracies of Europe. The United States has had a somewhat better record than the Old World from which its original settlers fled, many of them in search of religious liberty and equality. Outright violence in the name of religion was always a relatively rare phenomenon, endured by the allegedly primitive Native Americans and more recently by Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses, dissident groups that the majority perceived as strange and threatening, but not by members of mainstream religious bodies. And the United States has always been somewhat more hospitable than Europe to non-homogeneity in dress and lifestyle, which has proven helpful to religious minorities who want to pursue their own conscientious commitments without assimilating to the culture of the majority. Still, no reasonable person could deny that religious prejudice and fear, in the form of anti-Catholicism and nativism, anti-Semitism, and a host of other prejudices against strange minorities, have been a persistent blot on our society. We need only remember, for example, that not until the 1970s did white-shoe law firms begin to hire Jews in any significant numbers, and that only in very recent times could a majority of the Supreme Court be composed of Roman Catholics without public outrage. In order to feel humility about our own record as an allegedly tolerant and respectful culture. Still, the self-image of U.S. citizens in recent years has been that we are a welcoming and diversity-friendly society that has outgrown the prejudices of the past. Today, we have many reasons to doubt this complacent self-assessment. Our situation calls urgently for searching critical self-examination as we try to uncover the roots of ugly fears and suspicions that currently disfigure all Western societies. At this time, we badly need an approach inspired by ethical philosophy in the spirit of Socrates, an approach that combines three ingredients— political principles expressing equal respect for all citizens, and an understanding of what these principles entail for today's confrontations with religious difference. These principles already inhere in the political traditions of both Europe and especially the United States. Rigorous critical thinking that ferrets out and criticizes inconsistencies, 
particularly those that take the form of making an exception for oneself, noting the moat in someone else's eye while failing to note the large plank in one's own eye. A systematic cultivation of the inner eyes, the imaginative capacity that makes it possible for us to see how the world looks from the point of view of a person different in religion or ethnicity. These ethical virtues are always helpful in a complicated world. Why, however, are they needed with particular urgency at the present time? Let's take stock of some recent developments, focusing first on Europe and then on the United States.